0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Work conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I want to talk to you about what if it doesn't take as much time as you think. How many things do you think oh I will do that when I've got more time. I will go about starting that when I've got more time to dedicate to it. I don't want to rush it. I don't want to rush it. I want you know I want it to be really good so I'll start it or I'll continue doing that when i've got more time now this isn't going to be an episode that is about like oh just do it imperfectly and all of those things i think i've actually done an episode like that in the past this is more so going to be an episode that fills in the blank of this sentence what if it takes less time but more dot 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 um i should also point out by the way that i am over on spotify this is a video as well Spotify do this really cool thing that I've been toying around with for a little while now where you can see the podcast being filmed and if you are over on Spotify I'm getting ready I've got um, a bit of a podcast and gym day Um, not gin <laughs> although that sounds fun podcast and gin podcast and gym uh, not my husband Jim either oh my god this is getting complex <laughs> much more complex than it needs to be G Y M I am going to the gym. So I thought I'll get a couple of podcasts recorded. So I've got this one and then I've got um, one about falling off the wagon that I'm going to record next. And then I'm going to go to the gymnasium. So um, hence the attire. If you're just listening to this on iTunes, you, I, I bet you you'll never get that 30 seconds of your life back, will you? Sorry. But here we are taking up space. Um. So the episode, what if it takes less time but more That's what we're going to answer in this episode. Now, where has this episode come from? In episode 140, I mentioned that one of the things that I do in the Thrive First Method with my members and also with my one-to-one clients is when they're about to approach something that requires courage or requires discipline. So episode, just so that I'm clear, episode 140 was about making friends with procrastination. So if you haven't heard that, Go back, give it a listen. It's a really good episode. That's where this episode has come from though. Because in there, I talked about building in self-support. My work is all about getting you to know yourself on a deeper level and therefore building trust with yourself. Because a lot of us in business have been almost conditioned to think that it's a certain way. And if you don't operate within the the confines of doing things that certain way, then there must be something wrong with you then there must be something wrong with you you don't fit right you're the one with the problem and really like you should fit you should be doing things this way and a lot of the time when my clients come to me for the first time they will find themselves in a hole of like scrambling around trying to figure out why can't I fit myself into that mold and the answer is because you were never meant to be in there in the first place (laughs) that so um In episode 140, I talked about building in time and support for yourself to approach things that require courage and discipline. And off the back of that, I had like multiple messages saying, okay, that struck a chord, tell me more. So in today's episode, I'm going to explore that in a little bit more detail with you, but not detail for the sake of padding it out, like just give you some considerations so that you can take them away and be like, ooh, that struck a bell with me. that hit a chord with me. I wonder how I can implement that into life and business, particularly business, right? I always include life, though, because it it applies to them both. You've all seen my Venn diagram, the two circles, life, business, when they cross over, you are in the middle. So wherever you go, there you are. And that's why the work that we do is not on business and it's not on the things in your life. It's on you. because wherever you go, there you are, right? So let's dive in. What if it takes less time, but more? I'll start with this one, inner support. Let's go in. Some of the things that my clients go about doing, so you, you've probably heard me talk about high value activities. And um, the reason that I do this is because one of the things that I support them with is really getting a grip on like, what's important here? Like what is really important here? What's the ultimate um, outcome that you're hoping to contribute to? Um, And it takes a little while to get into this mindset because what I find a lot of people do when they come into my work is they sort of list out the things that they do just like a to-do list. Well, I do admin and I do sales and I do marketing and I record podcasts and I do this and I serve my clients and it's like, yeah, get that. But what is the point <laughs> like what is it ultimately leading to and i don't even just mean oh well actually i get it so the main factors of my business are generating revenue through seven clients in a way that feels good to me right that you might think that that's it but actually if we go a layer deeper than that it's to for, for me to express myself in business the only way that i can and to serve in the only way that i can Right. So there's really deep work that goes on behind figuring out what the fuck a high value activity is in the first place. Because as an example, if my goal is to produce four podcasts a month, because I know that from a zoomed out perspective in doing so, knowing that the majority of my clients come through this podcast in doing so, I'm going to call in in a very organic and natural way the people who resonate and want to then continue going into this work with me so if that's my goal then there's loads of there's loads of activities that i could do to contribute towards getting podcast episodes published loads like setting up my microphone making sure that they're edited down um fucking i don't know making a script or notes so by the way if you're watching on spotify these are the notes and it's being brought to you by my makeup notes book (laughs) because this podcast episode was prepared for whilst I was doing my makeup um and I'm not just explaining that just for a funny little story like there there's another example of you don't do you don't run your business from your makeup desk I do that's where I feel really creative I know a lot of my clients they will feel the most they'll have the biggest downloads in the shower so why the fuck not like why can't I build that into my working day? I literally build in doing my, anyway, right, listen, back to the point. When we are high value activities, when we're going to do something that requires courage. So as an example, podcasting requires courage. You're putting yourself out there. You're being visible. You're putting yourself out there in a way that can be judged. And people can think that's a load of shit. And who even are you? And you're really annoying. And your nose is dead big. And some of those things might be real deep inner wounds that you would rather not feel, that you would rather stay away from. And therefore, the act of podcasting, the act of speaking words into a microphone isn't hard. That's not difficult. You can all, well, I say you can all speak. The majority of people I imagine listening to this episode can speak. And the majority of people could probably save up for a really inexpensive microphone. It's not the act that's hard. It's the fear of what will happen, the hypothetical fears of what might happen as a result of me doing that. That's the hard bit. What if I've not got anything useful to say? What if I piss someone off? What if, what if, what if? And so when I support my clients through high value activities, sorry, back to that point, there's loads of things that we can do. To record an episode, what I'm after is, yeah, but what's the highest value activity? What's the activity that's going to take you to the point of that thing being done in the most powerful, effective, and easy way? And for me, I know that a high value activity is speaking words into a microphone. That is a high value activity for me. Clicking publish on a podcast episode, even when I think, oh, that, that was a bit imperfect. That's a high value activity because even if I fucked up, even if it's not quite good enough, I know that that's me developing. And I know that just the act of pressing publish is a vote to myself that I can do this. I can. I can. And all of those voices that live in my head that say, no, you can't. Who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Like all of them voices, they are not my truth. And as you know, I am all about the truth. So I come with some bullet points here on a book that's got makeup all over it, completely imperfectly with my gym gear on because I want to bring you this episode. It's important to me. So you, you're understanding what a high value activity is. That was the point of me using the podcast as a metaphor. You understand what a high value activity is now. And therefore, what if things take less time but firstly, more inner support. So I know in episode 140, the actual example that I used was my client increasing their prices and sending the price increase email to their clients. Now, I know that the example I gave in episode 140 was, what if doing that took 15 minutes? What if doing that took 15 minutes? My thing is... My client was going to give themselves a few days to do that. (laughs) Thursday, Friday, Saturday to do that. And I'm like, no, let's be honest. That activity takes 15 minutes. What the fuck's going on? Why is it that you want to chunk out that time? And I just want to be clear. I'm not being a pedantic arsehole just for the reason of like pulling my client up. I don't like business to take up more time than it needs to. So if it if this thing that you're about to do requires courage, let's address that. Let's give you the inner support to yeah. to like hold you, literally hold you in the space where you feel vulnerable or um like something could go wrong or like so let's hold you in that space. Let's Let's see what you require in order for you to do that thing that requires your courage. And let's give that to you. So what if, actually sending that email just took 15 minutes, but what if we scheduled in an hour for her to do it? And the first half hour is quite simply noticing What fear lives within me and and exploring that and supporting myself through that. So for those of you who are my clients, there is a module called Do in the Thrive First Method, and that is all about self-support. It's all about nervous system regulation. It's all about coaching yourself. It's all about giving yourself the evidence of times when you've done things in the past that have required courage, you've done them, and it didn't quite turn out as bad as you thought it was going to. What if we build in the self-support so that when you're about to do something that requires courage, you're not like spinning out, going and procrastinating and doing your emails and then putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And by the way, the more you put it off, it's like the way I explain it with my clients, it's like carrying something around in a backpack. At first, it's not that heavy, but the the longer you carry that in your backpack over Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, it's heavy now. And it's always on my back and I'm reminded that it's there. And the fact that I'm reminded that it's there tells me I didn't have the courage to do it yesterday. So if you've got a 15 minute activity that requires your courage, then my thing is give yourself an hour, not an hour to do it, but in that first bit to self-support. Maybe you need to release perfectionism. Okay. So like, what do I notice about myself? What's coming up for me? Well, I can see that the email that I want to send them it's just a really short email like it's not padded out it's not fluffed up the email doesn't look pretty is that okay like does this have to be any more complex or perfect than it is in its purest form I can live with that can I be with myself if someone comes back to me and says there's a typo there I think I can cool what else is coming up for me well maybe um Maybe someone might turn around and say, I don't think that that price is valuable. I don't think that your service is valuable enough for your price increase. Can I support myself through that? Because the price increase feels in integrity. The price increase feels good to me. So, what am I looking for? Oh, I'm looking for them to respond to me and validate back to me that my decision is a good one. Can I give that to myself? Can I give that to myself? Can I stand by my own decisions and support myself before I hit send? Then, so whatever's coming up for you, get that out. Get, get the shit onto the paper so that you can actually see the shitty little thoughts that are coming up in your head that is stopping you from wanting to do that thing. Then deal with them. Then do the thing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying all of that like it's dead easy. It's simple. It's not easy. This is why, part, partly, why my job exists. Because it's not easy. But It's simple. So then when you do the thing and you're like, woo, I press send. I've done it. Okay. Give yourself 15 minutes to go for a walk around the block. Give yourself 15 minutes to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because you've just done something that required your courage, that required discipline, that required for you to support yourself through it. So don't just dive into the next task. Like. Actually acknowledge you might need a little bit of grounding. You might need to walk around your back garden and allow your feet, literally the sole of your feet, to touch the grass. You might need to do a bit of breathing. You might need, might need to get back into your body, listen to some music, whatever it takes for you. So can you see we've... We've actually taken my client from. It's going to take me a few days to send those emails to. Actually, only it is really only going to take you fifteen minutes. But actually, when you build in inner support, what if it takes less time but more inner support? It took you an hour. There, does that feel better? Sure as hell did for my client. So what if it takes less time but more inner support? I've got I've got a few more examples. What if it takes less time? And by the way, before I move on. See, like, pause the episode here. See how that applies to you. Look, literally, like, open up your calendar and think, is there anything there that I'm avoiding? Is there anything that I would love to dedicate time to, but I'm avoiding it? And why might that be? And am I building in self-support? No, I'm not talking, like, wake up in the morning, give myself a journaling session. And I'm talking literally in your working day, can you build in support for yourself? That, right? Next point. What if it takes less time, but more focus? Focus for me is quite a big deal because it actually links back to the inner support. Um, But there's a lot of clients that I work with who have ADHD, who have ADD, and therefore they are the type of people who they'll be doing one thing and then they'll jump to the next and then they'll jump to the next. And for a lot of them, they've worked out strategies and ways of working that actually make that work for them but in addition to the last point when something requires courage when something is hard sometimes that also requires increased focus so what if it takes less time but more increased focus and therefore what can you do to help you have more focus for the things that require courage and discipline so i, know, I also know in episode 140 i mentioned an instagram post that says something along the lines of what if when you planned your week you planned in for the things that are boring to be energetically the same for things that are hard and not many of us consider this because sometimes things don't take like more time they're just really boring so we don't want to do them because we're bored we don't want to do them because they bore us so how can you increase your focus well I know for me answers are simple get more sleep hydrate um allow myself to remind myself what's important to me so why that thing might be boring as shit but actually it contributes to my business or my well-being or whatever in a really big way and there are ways around increasing your focus that will work for you but they're probably not forcing yourself to do it taking away distractions putting your mobile phone in another room like these are all very for me very outdated ways and ways that actually detract away from the trust that I have with myself. My work is all about how can how can I get you to support yourself more, not make yourself wrong, but support yourself more. And then the last point here is, and I love this point, what if it takes less time, but more celebration? What if it takes less time, but more celebration? A lot of the time, what I notice with my clients is they are the kind of people, same, right? Me too. They're the kinds of people who will jump. I did that thing. Yay. Okay, let's move on. I did that thing. Yay. Next level. I did that thing. Yay. Next challenge. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Hang on a minute. In order for you to have done that thing, it required resilience. It required you to work through some of the real impactful and deeply rooted conditioning for you to have worked through that thing it required you to step outside of your comfort zone and hold yourself in that space so can we celebrate that because let me tell you if you don't celebrate these things if you don't celebrate the things that you've actually um achieved not i don't just mean here like the out the outer achievement of doing it i mean the inner achievement of your own growth then you can sort of go through business forgetting things. It's really easy, I think, to forget the challenge that, that you faced or the adversity that you faced. And therefore, the next time that you go to face a challenge or face adversity, you're likely to think, well, that's going to take me a lot of time. <laughs> oh, that's going to take me a lot of time. I best, I, best, I best not start that till I've got more time. I best not do." And it's like, whoa, hang on you were able to remind yourself of a time when you worked through something not the same but similar and therefore and got through it and was able to do it and how tell me about that tell me about that time did you do it perfectly did you do it imperfectly I bet you did but you did all oh, that freebie so one of my clients they've just created a freebie in their business so um and it's They're very upfront about it. Like the whole point of the freebie is to introduce people to their work so that those people can get value from it and then consider working with them on a paid basis, right? There's no cloak and dagger. And they were gonna do the freebie as like this, you know, showy, spend hours on Canva, making it look dead pretty. Oh, then it could like do this and a fancy email sequence. And it's like, or we could just put the email together. That was their decision. I didn't advise them. I didn't guide them. That was what they did. And it's a really good email, by the way. and um, I actually, I'm actually gonna give her a shout out here. So the email itself is Charlotte Goss's email. Um and I'm trying to move my mouse so that I can find the email and what you're signing up to. But anyway, while I'm while I'm finding it, what you actually get when you sign up to the to this freebie, um to this email sequence is I think it's five tips in your inbox straight away around content repurposing I'm looking at it right now it's called my lazy content repurposing posting guide I'll link it in the show notes and what she did was went oh my god I've got this amazing idea it would be so valuable to people and she went into this space of like I've got to make it look good and I've got to make it fancy and I've got to make it and it's like have you can you see a time when you didn't make it fancy and you did just put something out there in its rawest, purest form and it just came from you, right? So for me, that would be the 50% challenge. For those of you taking it, the results are quite incredible. I am loving hearing the results and in you get to tell me your results inside because there's a little questionnaire at the end. So I know your results. And I created that doing my makeup. Like I actually created the session and doing my makeup, by the way, an hour before the session, the session structure was there, but the detail wasn't. I trust myself to do it imperfectly because I celebrate the times when I do it imperfectly and it goes really well. I celebrate the times when I show up as authentically me in business and it goes really well. And it might not go really well in terms of, I might not get the actual outcome that I wanted, but I celebrate that inside of myself, right? Same with my client, she she did the lazy content repurposing guide, and it's really helping people. And I know that because it's helped me. It's helped me think about how I repurpose my content and what how I'm spending my time in business, really um, creating content when there's already amazing content there. So anyway, back to you. The point here is, what if it takes less time but more celebration? AKA, are you acknowledging yourself when? You do something imperfectly within half the time that you were going to with more joy. And actually, it went really well. And actually, it went against the conditioning that you have around things needing to be perfect and things needing to be just so. Can you do that? Can you show yourself that? Can you keep a personal progress praise blog that shows you that I, when I do things in this way, sort of works out for me? So, My voice is a bit croaky, so I'm going to wrap the episode up here. And it's, it's the natural close of the episode anyway. I really hope this has served you because I hear a lot of people who come to me for the first time, they're like, I'd love more time for this. I'd love more time for that. I'd love to get to work on this, but I just haven't got the time. I hear this so, so often. And therefore, if that applies to you too, I know that this is gonna be a really powerful episode, not only for you to listen to, but for you to take away and reflect on how does this apply to you? As always, how does this apply to you? How can you use this episode in order to create change in your life, in your business? And as always, if you wanna go deeper into this work, look at my one-to-one services, look at the Thrive First Method, or just contact me and let's talk about how I can help you further. Okay. So with that, never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.